In this episode, recorded in Tang Valley, Bhutan, I interviewed Seyang Uso, a Buddhist yogini who has spent most of her 20s in solitary retreat in remote mountain areas. Seyang tells the story of her childhood, the beginning of the inspiration to become a yogini, and her attraction to solitary retreat. Seyang details the practicalities as well as the dangers of spending months in the remote mountains and the unique challenges of being a female practitioner in today's world. Seyang also discusses her love of Vajrayogini practice, the effect of Kyarim Naljor on the subtle body channels, themes of devotion and attachment, and gives her heart advice to those who wish to practice well. So without further ado, Seyang Ursa. Seyang, welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you so much. I'm delighted to be talking with you today about your life and uh, remarkable uh, practice uh, approach, actually. Uh, so perhaps we could start, as we discussed, with a bit of your early life. Can you say something about your upbringing, your childhood, etc.? What was the context of your upbringing? Mm. Okay, thank you for having me in your um, podcast so yeah uh, although I'm like <laughs> very like new to this um, interview interview things but still I will try my best to answer um, it's like a yeah not on Q&A but still then I'll try to you know share about my um, maybe I can s summarize things not like because it don't take too long to you know um, share about my childhood so I will share more about the like um, uh, the Dharma path so uh, childhood and growing up things will be like very short mm, <laughs> yeah uh, thank you mm. Yeah, uh, I was um, I was brought up in a middle class family, so in like a small village, but also very near to town, small town. Yeah, then yeah, I, I went to school, but uh, but I'm not a like you know I didn't graduate. I just drop. I'm just a high school dropout. And after that, um, yeah, I after that I came to Thimpu to uh, do my computer course, but just for like you know ups and down, I did somehow. Uh, yeah, and when I was like uh, young, like being a Bhutanese, we are like kind of like culture culturally Buddhist. Or like in that in that way, so we are more easy to like connect with the dar um, like dharma thing, and also when uh, when we hear about the like practitioner's life, it's a new you know. It's although we are like Buddhists, so yeah and. Uh, and yeah, I, that way I reached my teen. So when I was a teen, I had a li like very strong feeling of like to be a practitioner. So yeah, and and any any <laughs> like so. I can, you know, uh, to be more like easier to share the question. Any like you want to ask? Yeah, I can ask some questions as well. Of course, I'm curious. Do you remember? Uh, it, was there a particular event? Did something happen that gave uh, birth to you this idea to become a practitioner? Oh yes. The particular idea is when I was a teen, and yeah. I had a like very strong feeling to like like I said earlier, strong feeling to be a practitioner, not in like kind of like in monastery, 
but it's um, not easy because being a teen and and in like, you know being a teen and being in a young age it's very difficult to decide the things you know and still then you know the uh, it's kind of like inspiration right yeah inspiration inspiration is uh, like it was uh like a, i wanted to be a practitioner but i have no idea where should i start you know so one time i met uh, one uh turku turku yeah uh, it's a should say turku or rimbuchi yeah so he's also young so i just asked uh, to him that i wish to you know uh practice in the mountains rather than in you know in studying in this um monastery then he was like <laughs> so uh, oh yeah and i again asked him like um so how to you know uh, start to be a practitioner mm. then he said to me like yeah it's not easy then i actually i need uh, like actually i uh, asked him also about like female practitioner whom i can look for you know uh, to inspire me and to uh, like um encourage myself to uh be a practitioner you know so th- that way uh tuku tuku was saying me about jisin melari reba you know jisin jisin lama jisin we say then he said is yeah that uh, although he is a male practitioner but he his way of practicing uh touch my heart you know mm. and it does inspire me but still then i was also like you know asking him about the um, a female practitioner and yeah like the, we ha- i'm not going to say all the sto- story because it's going to be a long but um yeah i will just pick a s- important point mm. so that uh everyone can understand the, yeah and yeah it's it's like uh one time he said about the kandu sonam palden she is the uh, concert of paju uh, dugum you know paju dugum so yeah she is she is housewife but she also practice you know uh, being with the uh, lama paju you know so and also he said about like first he, i i just missed the, this uh, setting he said first about the kanduish uh, sogel although kanduish sogel i heard from like uh, from my like early age because she uh, guru in every botanist altar there is guru rimboches guru padmasambhava's um statue and in like right and left there is always like kandu ishi soje and uh, kandu mandarawa so but still then i was that uh, while i was growing i was not really cu- curious about the who who they are and what they do, do do that time i usually think they are like uh like a normal normal uh like nowadays we see a uh, uh yogis concert and these things maybe they are kind of like sometimes offering you know um dakinis that uh, while i was growing so later tukula said to me uh, like share uh, about the kanduish soge in the brief way and so but uh, the kanduish soge was a long long like centuries centuries ago and I just want to look for the modern uh, like practitioner especially female practitioner so um, yeah but uh, 
Uh, although Kandu Isogil inspired me and to encourage uh, me, but also it was not enough. And later, um, uh, Tukula also said about like uh, Jisin Tanzan, Tenzin Ma we usually call. Uh, she is the sister of the prison, uh, not prison, like Desi Tenzin, uh, third Desi Tenzin, I think. I'm not sure about that, <laughs> but uh, yeah, she 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 really like touched my. She was a uh, young, not a uh, like nun, you know. She was a Kandur Sonopalden's biographies also touched my heart. But strong connection was came from the Jisin Tanzanma. And uh, yeah, every female have different stories. Female practitioner has different stories, but um, the Jisin Tenzinma is quite like 100 or 200 years within this. So uh, then maybe it's like like a uh, the shorter uh, the years we uh, feel the connection. You know, we feel more connection. So. Uh, the thing is, uh, she also achieved the rainbow body. Mm. Uh, actually, she was practicing two years uh, retreat, you know. she I mean, she practiced three years retreat, but she achieved rainbow body before that. Yeah. And, yeah, and they inspired me, though, uh, yeah. So after that, I it was uh, more easier for me to take decision, you know, decision on the like taken path, a joyful path, I should say. Mm. Mm. Like any questions? Yes. Yeah. Of course, I'm curious. Um, you've done many mountain retreats yeah. uh, in remote places yeah. uh, alone for many months at a time. I'm wondering. Uh, there are many ways to practice. Uh, yes, you can become a nun or live a householding life. What was it about mountain retreats that attracted you? What made you think this is uh, something I want to do? And you've done it very uh, extremely, in fact. Mm, yeah, it's uh, actually it's less than what actually you know. Uh, practitioner wish we could wish more to be in like in uh, mountains but sometimes situations sometimes the those like uh, like in winter you know uh, lack of like water you know water froze because of that you know um, uh, I have to you know uh, like come down descend down so yeah still then um, as for the um, perspective uh, of the other people, then it will be uh, more. But being a practitioner, I feel like it's so less. I still have long way to go, and I still have to stay in like uh, very like remote mountain mm -hmm. more and more. You know, so yeah, and yeah, uh, like your question was, uh, what? inspire me to practice more in the mountains yeah yeah, mm. yeah it, it's like uh, I have been uh, I mean like, I practice almost seven years in like like uh, three years in Taksang and three and yeah I should say three years in Pinaka above Pinaka so that is a retreat center so that that time yeah i was practicing though practicing still then it's uh, there is a missing point uh, missing point not from my guru's instruction but from my side maybe something is missing you know because maybe like uh, the place is although i practice the place sometimes you know place is kind of like um, not meant to meant for the practice you know 
sometimes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, after seven years uh, practicing in like nearby like a uh, Taksang and Penaka, um, so uh, I decided to go to a solitary retreat. Yeah, decided to go to solitary retreat, and also I um, entered to my guru uh, about the, my ahead uh, dharma journey. Then, yeah, guru was like guru. Actually, my guru doesn't say things about like uh, you should not go, you should go. Yeah. He just gave his instruction. That's it. Then still then I feel like, you know, uh, to share about my hate um, uh, uh, upcoming practice to be in like solitary, you know, then yeah, I just started, um, started uh, on 2018 to go on like, uh, like high mountains, you know, and then I started when I was in like right after uh, uh, hiking from the like base to up, it was like a different feeling, you know. Uh, the more you climb, it's like everyone does this same feeling, you know. Uh, it doesn't have to be a practitioner, even like uh, like lay people, they when they go up to the monastery or like climb mountain they gets more excited about the uh, summit i should say so yeah the place that that way i was also excited but we the, my excitement is not uh not uh, really about the how place will looks like nothing like that but the thing is i really wanted i mean like i was really excited to practice on that place how will will be the result you know if when after practicing in this kind of like place especially in high mountains where there is no one so yeah then when i reached to um, my retreat place that time yeah i was like uh, i met a like small hurt in high mountain that time it's it's i stayed there almost one year and that hurt right after i reached there it i without like practice i feel like i find found i found uh, myself you know yeah that that's that's the feeling you know but I don't know exactly uh, like what that feelings, um, what uh, that f- uh, moment, you know, throws these feelings. But I cannot exp- express in the you know the, uh, words. Then I I feel like I found myself. I was so happy to be there, and yeah. After like a few days, I started to m- practice. Then the more I practice in the mountain, the more I get excited, and it, the mountain itself, um, uh, encourage me and embrace my practice, you know, and also I should say enhance my practice. Yeah. So, seven um, practicing seven years in like in the uh, like uh, oh it's a mountain though. The, even Thaksang is very like kind of like solitary but the being alone in the solitary solitary high elevation mountains it's it has a different feeling the the moment I practice you know yeah so yeah so that after that I uh, I just it's not a decision is already made but uh, after that it keeps on going going you know i had no plan to you know i want to stay like that like that but i just when time comes especially in like march i go up so in the high mountains and that this is kind of uh, became like a routine you know like a 
schedule, I should say, a schedule. But um, yeah, and if uh, if I put this in other words, then it also can be a hobby, you know. Yeah, like in other, like uh, especially like lay, you know, lay people can be called as a hobby this uh, like going up to mountains and you know doing our own thing as it became like a hobby yeah mm, fascinating i'm wondering when you go up to the mountains uh, perhaps uh, can you describe how do you prepare what provisions do you take if you're there for a year or several months how do you uh, survive in terms of food and shelter and so on that's the first question. And the second question is, I'm wondering if you encountered any challenges in the mountains, difficulties uh, perhaps with uh, weather or health or, or even um, uh, do you get lonely or frightened in the mountains, you know, any dangers you encountered? So these two questions are, first of all, how to prepare and manage uh, a day-to-day living up, up there? And secondly, any challenges or dangers? Okay, first question. Mm, yeah, foods and these things, right? And how I prepared my food and these things. Yeah, it's just simple food, you know. Especially every like practitioners, they go to mountains with the sampa, you know, the barley. Bali, Bali, or like we, wait, I'm confused. Yeah, this uh, samba, it's uh, green. So uh, yeah, uh, I just carry some, some samba, uh, and yeah, uh, if uh, sometimes uh, I can carry rice if I'm I can you know able to carry, but. Then first one year I did uh, like I did the I stayed in one place for a long you know almost year so the, at that time it was very like comfortable um, for like uh, my uh, like eatable yeah eatables uh, things because it's uh, it's in hurt and they can like especially nomad they can carry my things up to to the uh, hut yeah that in first year it was like a uh, simple yeah compared to like living in the uh, comf- uh, like you know comfortable place or like uh, com- comfortable rated place it's uh, much much simple in the mountains because uh, although they we get uh, potter but uh, they we cannot carry everything you know just limited and like uh, i mean limited necessary things mm-hmm. yeah and so yeah and then after one year and after one year i don't wanted to stay in one place then I my um, living style bit change because I wanted to stay uh, in if there is available a cave available then I can stay in the cave if there is no cave then I can pitch my tent uh, wherever so yeah after one year the I started to um, practice it's in a high elevation it's in like high mountains uh, place to place I don't stay uh, longer in one place because it's sometimes even in mountains sometimes uh, there is a herders yeah nomads and this uh, somehow it like disturb uh, like indirectly so yeah then uh, it was at that time, I cannot carry um, the, the, like uh, delicious and those things, but I can only carry the uh, tampa, the uh, 
like what what is this sampa for sampa in mm. english sampa i think everyone knows yeah sampa mm. sampa and sampa uh yeah i usually carry sampa and some if you like uh, and oh yeah uh, i used to carry like small like chocolate you know for especially in the high mountains our sh sugar level you know gets uh, low easily yeah so i usually carry the um, chocolate and sometimes supplements and yeah th that's it so i can pitch my tent sometimes i can stay in the cave if there is and i can also uh, stay in a hut you know if there is like sometimes we can come across uh, like this uh, hut and cave and sometimes there is nothing you know but i can i always carry a small tent which is very handy and uh, lightweight to carry so because i'm <laughs> yeah living in a modern generation so still then not really i'm not a equip uh, practitioners i just uh, just arrange necessary things yeah and mm. i'm wondering if you have encountered any challenges or dangers in your various retreats yeah every like uh, every uh, new place especially new place whenever i go to a new place um, i have to deal with a new face and it, it, they are like completely stranger and most of the time they are they are men you know so i will be the only f female so yeah that's sometimes that's challenging but i overcome th this challenging also because um yeah men men and female uh, it's like same you know we can be like a friend why that way no why i should get afraid of a man so yeah there there that way first time when if they or if they are like new face and female then i have no fear right yeah so but at that moment i thought you know why should i get fear you know we are all same we are human so that way i overcome this uh, like challenging uh, to uh, deal with the new phase uh, and the, especially in the this um uh, isolated place i should say uh, in mountains yeah so yeah and also like it's challenging being a female you know to carry the our own backpack it's it's so challenging <laughs> uh i i also i remember i cried a few times you know i could not carry and uh one one time i i think two time i brought some necessary things uh, to for longer stay but after like well, like few hours work i cannot carry you know it becomes more heavier and heavier and yeah then i <laughs> wanted to throw away but i needed in mountain <laughs> it's so uh, kind of like um tough like hardest part mm. compared to like um challenging with the new people is like i can overcome but this you know um that time uh, you know we have also practice on like this five elements things but that time I, i didn't practice this one so i have to depend on the food you know without food i don't think i can you know practice because um, we our ordinary body needs those outer things water and food and this thing we cannot survive from our inner you know uh, yeah if yeah i could say if we have practice for a longer period and like uh, like particular um, practices 
and and reach certain level then i don't think we uh, uh, practitioners can be like a jisin mila just um, you know just enjoying the five elements and you know practicing but it's uh, that time even right now it's more challenging uh, but still then i uh, i uh, i easily overcome now mm. before it's hard to overcome you know the things uh, uh, which is very challenging yeah mm. and yeah this uh, and and one uh, one challenging is like a uh when we uh we have even like you know going to the mountain sometimes we have to uh spend overnight at like in nomads place so yeah it, it it was also not easy for me to me to ask um um uh to let me stay for a night something like that you know but still then sometimes in that uh, nomad um what do you say the tan there will be a man so yeah the, still then you know i have to ask and but there were it's sometimes we human things so many you know like uh, thoughts you know uh, and this uh, brings fears to our own self you know actually they they are like more respectful and like very like shy you know to talk to like not only me for outsiders so why i'm you know <laughs> thinking too much about this <laughs> this people then yeah i i have like uh, different ch- uh, challenges in my life but i'm just um, making a short to you know understand mm. yeah yes, thank you very interesting uh you mentioned five elements practice and uh, as one pr- progresses with this practice uh, you need a little bit less food yeah mm-hmm. um i'm wondering if you could talk a little bit about that i'm also wondering uh what has been the effect on your practice Uh, in the going being in the mountains what has been the effect or result in your practice oh. uh, what sort of practices have you focused on in the mountains i know your uh, you have a special connection with vajrayogini right yeah, yeah. so yeah. i'm curious what sort of practices have you done in the mountains five elements practice vajrayogini and what has been the effect um these last few years of mountain retreat oh okay uh sometimes like some co- like answers are to keep private <laughs> yeah. yeah and yeah that way so um, yeah five elements uh, practice is not uh, like <laughs> suitable to share okay. yeah so i will talk about the vajrayogini okay. yeah yeah vajrayogini plays uh, like rules in every practice i do she is always presence yeah presence in myself i should say because uh, we um we uh after done with our own draw and we usually have to go like step wise that time i also like um this, did my first uh vajrayogini practice for like four months yeah the then yeah after that i felt so connected to vajrayogini although you know she uh, although i am not i don't feel connected but i have to practice anyway then after you know the more it's like uh, the more mm, uh familiar uh, like the more 
people are familiar, the more they become comfortable and they know de knows details, you know. Mm. It's similar to that way. The more I practice the uh, Vajrayogini, and the more I feel the presence and the you know strong connections with Vajrayogini. Actually, Vajrayogini is our self, our own self, you know. Yeah, um, but in my first practice, I had to say like I felt connection, but not a strong connection. But uh, like uh, we have like particular practices. So in each practice, we have to like even in church, even in like meditation, we have to you know visualize ourselves, you know, ourselves as a Vajrayogini, and uh, like. Uh, Vajrayogini became part of like uh, it's part of it's like my soul you know yeah because always there you know inseparable so yeah and then I actually one time practice uh, like uh, practicing although it's like Vajrayogini or like any deity it's not enough we have to do uh, again and again to like uh, we usually especially like being a practitioner we usually we are like bored get bored to do like uh, practice like again and again you know that practice we are more curious about a new practice a new method and these things but uh, like uh, uh, Especially when comes to the, I'm like it's a what do I say? Kerim, uh, what we say in English? Yeah. Kerim creation stage, generation oh, stage. Yeah, generation stage. In generation stage, we have to uh, be clear about the deity. You know, deity. Yeah, without uh, being clear, you know, from outer appearance or like you know, we have like. Um, and different ways to visualize, you know. So that way, if we became clear from the outer, it automatically became clear from inside. Mm. Yeah, because our bo like generally our body is connected with the soul. Mm. Yeah, that's like that. It's like you know the our. Deity in like uh, beginning, what, what's it, Kerim? Generation stage. Generation mm -hmm. stage, yeah. In generation stage, uh, if we became clear in generation stage, then it will be a more clear in our channels, yeah. So that's why we have to practice again and again until our like you know this appearance of the any deities became clear and familiar with each and every detail yeah so that way it became so powerful and it will you know help ourselves you know while we practice like Vajrayana is uh, is um is it's about like Temdil and oh, what we say Temdil and and the Temdil and and devotion thereby you know devotion there is so many but uh, the main is this you know we first thing we have to uh, we need a good Temdil and uh, especially for ordinary because we have like so many thoughts going on you know and confusions and these things and so if that's why um it's a like natural thing for ordinary being to create so many things in their mind so the, that's why you know we if we while we are we are like uh, interdependently uh, connected to the outer environment while we begin our practice 
that's a thumbnail, you know. If we start our like uh, any practice and we stay like that and like sit like that and if like rainbow, you know, rainbow and also sunbeams like that, then we feel so connected and oh, it's a good omen, you know, right. uh, it's a good sim symbol, yeah, good symbol. Oh, my, that way we enhance our practice, you know. So that's why Temdil also needed when we um, when we begin um, any new things. But if we reach certain like uh, level, then I don't think Temdil and this thing needed because each moment and every like um, action is a Temdil because the uh, the moment we Reali get realization. Uh, I think uh, uh, every moment will become the temdel, you know, temdel, and and everything is uh, purification. Yeah, dangnang, dangwa. Uh, we should say dangwa. I think yeah. <laughs> so because uh, uh, there is no good and bad. So if there is no good and bad, I don't think uh, we need Tamdil, mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah, then Tamdil and uh, uh, devotion we need it. So that's why Vajrayogini practice. Uh, some it's it's not necessary to be a Vajrayogini. It can be like any other deities. We it depends on our practice. Yeah. Some they does their practice based on like Tara, you know, so that way we have to do like it's like a, the more we like art or craft, the more we do, the more our like skill became like you know, uh, good finishing and this thing, it's something like that. And the more we practice, the more like. Uh, the Vajrayogini's image, her clear, clear, clear like appearance, uh, like you know, shine inside our, like our self, I mm -hmm. should say, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Uh, so any, anything? Yes, of course. Yeah, that's so fascinating. So. Um, I'm wondering. You mentioned before that it was not easy to find inspiring female practitioners uh, yeah. that there are not so many stories really of those could you say something about um, being a female practitioner in that regard I'm wondering actually in particular uh, did you face any uh, challenges uh, did people I, I know people said to you become a nun uh, you know, cut your hair, well, we won't give you this teaching, and uh, this sort of thing. You encountered those kind of challenges, right? Yeah. Um, but you stayed true to your inspiration uh, to practice um, non-celibate way, you yeah. know, right, rather than become a nun. So I'm curious if you could talk a little bit about what that means to you and what it uh, has been your uh, experience uh, staying with this way of practicing. Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah, it was like um, one way is uh, challenging. One way it encouraged me mm. to be more f uh, focused on like taken part. Yeah, and uh, what I'm doing. So it. Uh, yeah, and it it was like uh, there was a uh, moment I thought I should not care about what people you know what they say or how you know it's 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 me I should you know decide myself it's not the other people to you know live my life yeah. So that way, you know, even like, you know, 
yeah if you said like cutting sheep here it's it's not about like um uh shaving hair and this thing but the thing is i also shift my hair actually twice or thrice i don't know yeah i don't remember exactly i think uh, three yeah thrice i think and because uh, none forced me to shift my head but i was willing to do because i wanted to experience how does it feel when i shift my uh, hair mm. you know yeah i it's not like becoming none or right after shift you become none mm -hmm. not, not nothing like that yeah i just want every like uh uh every journey is a new experience and also i wanted to you know experience how it feels to shift and also one time i noticed that i am very attached to my hair <laughs> yeah so because uh, in the even in the middle of the um, practice i usually check my hair you know it was my in beginning of my practice and i was like too much attached and i just wanted to being this this is the ordinary mind you know feel like if i shift my hair then i feel like i'm i'm going to sh shit shit uh, dim, dim, dismiss or like sh like a shedding my attachment on hair this is like ordinary mind's creation you know so that um i thought yeah i'm going to shit this attachment on my hair you know then that way i just shift my hair and yeah it at that time you know i feel clean though i feel clean without and it was much easier tax you know i don't have to comb like you know but i didn't feel any special you know about like you know something uh, like kind of like what we say like um uh kind of like some kind of like liberated or i mm -hmm. should say yeah. uh i didn't feel that way but i feel clean and this and but uh, still then you know um uh, i just uh, let go of these uh, things you know like a uh, uh salt di dissolving in the water like like that you know mm -hmm. just because i don't want to stick on uh, these thoughts so yeah after like growing my hair, hair back that that time i was in my retreat long long retreat so and also after that time i what i noticed is because sometimes we um we miss the things you know although we are, even our own face sometimes we like uh cannot notice you know yeah yeah something like that so uh, my hair was growing and yeah then after uh, sometime i i'm i'm fine with you know i don't uh, check my hair so because uh, maybe after shaving a head a hair i find some this uh, is a because our like ordinary mi mind plays in this kind of role like you know because our mind think like oh my, i'm too attached to my hair you know so this this thought you know after shaving my hair i i i thought i shift my attachment you know <laughs> yeah that that's why you know even though i check my uh hair that does things like before but i cannot notice so because our thoughts our mind you know uh mind th mind things especially namto that's called namto you know my mind uh things that like oh i already shaved my hair and also shit my attachment to my hair you know now i'm no more i have this strong um strong 
uh, thoughts in me that I should, I already should my uh, attachment to her. So that way, so I don't have to worry about like, you know, shaving hair, I'm too attached to my hair because attachment sometimes, uh, sometimes create by our own self, you know, attachment. Although there is no attachment, yeah. So that way, and uh, after like uh, long, long years, um, like almost three and a half years, I also grown my long hair long. Then I also uh, <laughs> uh, visited to Budkaya that time. Uh, there is a place called Chitunamdadung uh, where uh, Buddha has sh uh, cut her, his hair, you know. The, that place, you know, without uh, uh, like any, like, uh, like any kind of a, like a, like a strong reason, you know, I just shave my hair there because I wanted to feel the energy mm. of the Buddha, you know, he shave, he, he shave his hair there. So, yeah, it's not like a shaving hair you, uh, doesn't mean that you become known or something like that, you know, just to feel the energy and the blessings, you know. Yeah, that's the, yeah. I was saying like ordinary mind. In the beginning, we have to you know train this way. Uh, all we uh, some yeah some people uh, may not like this kind of yeah, method. But being ordinary, first uh, first thing we have to be like a uh, to experience you know we uh, so that we cannot get. Uh, curiosity about the things yeah, yeah. otherwise uh, how would be that you know the, mm -hmm. our mind creates then this distract on our path mm -hmm. on our practice so yeah I also shave my uh, hair and also I wore the, the rope you know mm -hmm. and yeah rope rope uh, that right now I'm wearing danju <laughs> uh, then, uh, although I wear a danju or like rope, I feel like it's comfortable, just comfortable. Yeah, nothing kind of like uh, different, like uh, any kind of like uh, very strong kind of reason, you know, we nothing. I didn't feel that way because uh, although I can wear the pant, but now I'm comfortable in this. Mm. <laughs> yeah, uh, especially pants, pant shirts. You know, um, uh, I'm kind of like <laughs> lazy to carry so many things. <laughs> you know, pant shirts and this thing. This, this, uh, the practitioners, uh, yeah, dress codes makes us easier when we travel or when we because we have to only carry like just a change and you know that's that's it mm. yeah mm. and like I, I hope I'm just answering as per your question because like uh, sometimes uh, <laughs> we missed you know uh, like sometimes in between I could miss I think yeah the, uh, like answering the as per sometimes you might ask different questions I might answer you different <laughs> so I hope um, yeah it's fine no it's perfect yeah, yeah it's very interesting very good um, I'm curious um, uh, I mentioned before about uh, being a female practitioner and um, I asked you what uh, it has been like in particular, uh, being a female practitioner, if you feel uh, you've had unique experiences because of that, uh, or uh, do you have any, I suppose, um, thoughts or advice for other women who uh, also feel a strong uh, passion or inspiration to practice uh, like you have done? Do you have any thoughts or advice uh, for them from your own experience? Uh, yeah, actually, um, I 
uh, I don't like you know I'm not a suitable person to advise because mm. I'm also uh, in a stage of receiving advice and teachings you know but uh, yeah uh, I hope like um, like any female practitioners uh, even you know male because uh, female practitioners can get in uh, like encourage from me that that can get uh, encouraged you know uh, because we are like f both female mm. yeah we are f uh, same like gender so if I can do they can do you know they uh, that way you know um, they, they should not lose their hope but the thing is we need uh, strong determination and and you have to make a decision otherwise without decision we cannot uh, move forward you know yeah I know that decision especially to be a practitioner you know mm. uh, it's not a like easy decisions uh, we have to we have to uh, it doesn't mean that we have to leave everything you know but the thing is first time you leave what you are attached for, mm. uh, yeah. Then later on, when as I said about the hair, you know, it's similar to that way, attachment, you know. So later on, uh, you can find that y your mind creates the attachment, yeah. Then you don't have to avoid like uh, the, I mean like to like oh I don't need this one I don't need this this is disturbance to don't we should not you know uh, suffocate ourselves this way we should be a flexible and like be relaxed on our uh, like the um, taken part yeah mm. on the Dharma journey when you practice you just relax you don't have to think about the uh, oh, I'm I I have my car, I have my house, you know. Oh, you don't have to think, you know. Just uh, focus on your practice. So that way, you will. Uh, I should say, you'll find your own answer mm -hmm. about what is uh, like best for you. Mm. Yeah. So, and uh, and one thing, yeah, and. Me, for I think even for male practitioner, you know, uh, seeing a female practitioner be, being in mountain like alone, it will encourage more to male practitioner, I think, because they stay like, you know, oh, I should go to mountain or like stay here, oh, I cannot do. Then if they see a female practitioner doing that, then, oh, she's female and she when she can do, I should do better, you know. <laughs> this way, um, this way, they can get uh, encouraged because uh, there is actually no fe female and male, you know. Uh, we We are like, it's interdependent. We have to like blend together like uh, tea and milk. We, being a Vajrayana practitioner, we are like a, um, what we say, like tea and cup, you know. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, there is no difference between the male and female. So, even Male should do better, but <laughs> by <laughs> because when you see so like uh, female practitioner like practicing in mountain and the male practitioner stay you know in the town or somewhere in like very comfortable place and they should uh, you know challenge their self you know so yeah even male and female they both can uh, like get encouraged from any like practitioners mm. yeah mm. even like um, there is a male practitioner uh, the nowadays we can see more yeah but female it's rare but maybe there must be a hidden so let's see like uh, we uh, I, I, uh, I mean like uh, hope I will see we will see uh, many 
male and female practici practitioners in future, you know. Mm. Yeah, yeah, so mm. that it will be like a, uh, like a, a sun and moon, I think, yeah. Mm. That's wonderful. Thank you so much for answering my questions. Um, perhaps uh, my final question to you. I know in uh, only 10 days or two weeks' time, you're planning once again to go up to the mountains, right, soon. And I'm wondering, could you say a little about what your plan is? And um, also, uh, for your practice as you look ahead in the next months and years, what is your aspiration for your own practice uh, in, in the time ahead? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, this time, yeah, I'm going to like it's it's a new place for me, mm. and it's one of the highest mountain in like the world. I think, yeah, I guess, yeah, highest peak, should say, yeah. and yeah, I I'm like excited to be there and uh, to practice you now. Uh, actually, this time uh, I will be practicing like uh, one new, uh, like particular practice. So that's why I'm more excited. Mm -hmm. The because of the new practice is going to um, welcome me. <laughs> I should say, yeah. So and what aspire me is like you know because uh, this will be a challenging uh, route, I think, mm. yeah. Because even like a few of um, my uh, friends and like also I talked to a, a guide, you know, uh, they said like, it's not an easy route, an easy tra trail, yeah. So that way uh, it, uh, the uh, the more uh, toughest, the more it aspire me to go there, you know, and to do like a, uh, what will be the challenging? Challenging is not a you know bad thing. It's very like it encourage our practice. When without challenging, without hardships, I don't think any practitioner can be. Uh, determined, you know, to stay in mountains, because uh, after like uh, um, coming all the way to mountains, three days, four days walk, and in this, and um, the route uh, while walking, we will face like any like challenges. So after reaching to mountain, so like for me, I I felt like you know it's it's a kind of like uh, what we say. Oh, this this thought used to come most of the time. Like oh, I came all the way from down. I had this kind of like challenges, you know, no, I should not waste my time, you know, uh, like just working here and there, like, you know, t taking photos and this thing. I just uh, take photos with my like, eyes, you know, just, uh, yeah, that uh, encouraged me and make me more determined to practice, you know, uh, even in night sometimes, yeah, because uh, I, uh, not I only, even, even uh, like any, even any climbers, you know, who climb the mountains, the once they been there, they cannot go back, you know, because they have like so many challenges on the r route, you know. So same way, you know, for me also, going in this um, solitary sites, it's more challenging and sometimes uh, I cannot go back to the place because of like, like that. And also like uh, uh, being a practitioner, 
one time like I heard from my guru saying uh, even I read the uh, Jason Miller's uh, biographies but I wanted to like say my guru said we sh being a practitioner we should not uh, stick on the one place because we ordinary being ordinary being especially our human mind get attached to even with the earth you know <laughs> so that way it's good to it's uh, say, uh, said by the um uh, yeah so that that's why i you know started to uh, move around you know i don't stay in one place practicing mm. i just go place to place sometimes i also the mountains, some places are like very strong, you know, and we get strong connection while we practice, you know, our practice progress. So in that place, I go back how difficult it is, you know. Really? Yeah. So, yeah, some like two, two places I find this strong connection and I go however like once in a year for even for uh, like week you know <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. and yes i think <laughs> that's it mm -hmm. well Taeyang, thank you very much okay thank you for like <laughs> having giving me opportunity to share my like experience although like i'm not good in like explanation because I'm not familiar with this, the, like like uh, this uh, interview and these things, but still, then you know, my interview is going to like encourage, uh, like pra any practitioners. So that's why you know I I participate in your <laughs> yeah like podcast mm -hmm. and thank you, Steve, for like. Uh, giving me this opportunity. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for listening to another Guru Viking podcast. For more interviews like these, as well as articles, videos, and guided meditations, visit www.guruviking.com.